Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, before we do get into today's first story, I just want to give you a warning that it does contain talking about eating disorders. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. And this is from the Am I the Buttface subreddit. It does come with an update in its title, Am I the Buttface for getting mad at my older sister for hiding her medical history from me? Just going to provide some context first. My sister, 23 female, Rhea, is basically the best sister ever and the best person I, 15 female, know. She's super smart and kind and beautiful to boot. She's living proof God has favorites. She has always been there for me and we are super close. She would let me sleep over when she was at college and I would call constantly to make sure I was getting along okay. I'm not gonna lie, she's definitely also like obscenely overprotective. She always has been, but even more so recently. That's because she adopted me last year, after our parents unexpectedly passed away. Our grandparents live in a different country. It's been a really tough year for the both of us, but we are both in therapy and are doing okay, all things considered. Our relationship though has definitely become more strained because she just won't let me do things. But all of this isn't really the issue. The issue is that she's working out in our gym yesterday morning, nothing super vigorous, on the treadmill, when she just collapsed and fainted. I was obviously scared and insisted that she go to the ER because who just collapses like that? But she said she was fine and honestly got a little short with me, which barely ever happens. She dropped me at school and I continued to insist that she should get this checked out. But she was basically, uncharacteristically, she usually loves to talk, silent the whole way there. I came home after school and, and practice and Rhea was making dinner in the kitchen. I asked her about the fainting thing again and she finally tells me that she had an eating disorder throughout high school and that she's recovered now but she has a higher than normal heart rate because of it which sometimes can cause fainting slash dizziness and that's why she wasn't worried about it and then I just kind of went silent and went to my room and haven't really talked to her since. I feel, I don't know, betrayed that she just hid this from me for so long and I don't understand why she did it. I also feel guilty for not noticing any of this when I was a kid and I'm still really worried for her. She's still pretty thin and she's in med school and when she's stressed, she forgets to eat. And I've had to remind her slash force her a bunch of times and now I'm worried she still might have an eating disorder and also that I might be a contributing factor to her stress. But I'm also really mad at her for hiding all of this from me, especially since I basically tell her everything and I just don't want to talk to her right now. Rhea keeps trying to get me to come out and talk when I told my friend, she said that I was being shitty to my sister since Rhea just revealed something so personal and I shut her out. But I feel like I'm also a little justified in feeling angry, betrayed and hurt. And we'll start off with just a dispatcher who says her medical issues are her business. She doesn't have any obligation to share any of that information with you. 
You are the butt face because she did share this with you and now you shut her out. It's one thing to be worried for someone and entirely another to be mad about information she didn't have to share to begin with. Eats Honey says gently, but yes, you're the butt face. She's not only your older sister by several years, but also your guardian and parent. You two are sisters and friends, but not peers. She has finally opened up to you and treated you like a peer rather than little sister or someone to take care of. And your reaction is to emotionally punish her for not telling you on your desired timeline. You're showing her that you are not ready to be an equal or even a good friend. The only way you can come back from this with little damage to your relationship is to go to her and apologize for withdrawing from her. Explain that you felt guilty that you didn't notice. Even though it's perfectly normal for you to not notice, you were a little kid and explain you see some behaviors now that make you worry she's not fully recovered. Forgetting to eat, you've had to force her to eat, etc. But that you want to know how to best support her now and in the future. You need to figure out how to get rid of the anger you are feeling because although it is understandable the way you feel, you're not entitled to her medical history or that she should have told you earlier. Hittable says, okay, you're being a buttface right now. You need to get over it and the sooner the better. Your sister is eight years older than you. So when she started high school, you would have been around six years old. At that age, you didn't need to know about your sister's eating disorder and it's not at all surprising that you weren't told and that you didn't notice. You should not feel guilty about that, by the way. I get why you're upset now. I really do. You lost your parents and your sister is your only immediate family now. You depend and rely on her. Finding out that she's got residual issues from a former eating disorder is of course upsetting, but you need to get past this. None of this is about you. Her illness isn't about you and you not knowing about it isn't about you. You were just a little kid when this started and I suspect your entire family just got into the habit of protecting you from having to emotionally deal with something that unpleasant and scary. Has it occurred to you that maybe it might be a relief for your sister to complain about this and not have to carry the burden of knowing her health has been compromised by an eating disorder all by herself? Please don't be shitty to her about this. Please. Troll Cole says, I can understand that you're actually scared to lose another parent figure. By pushing her away, you're subconsciously protecting yourself. It's a form of you controlling a scary and unpredictably cruel world. You've been through so much loss with the closest people in your life. Hope you go to therapy to process how losing your parents is tied to your reaction of feeling betrayed by your sister, keeping to herself her scary medical condition. It's her right to keep it to herself, but I can understand how scared you are to lose her and your feelings of safety and protection is still out of your control. You can learn more about eating disorders to understand and support her. It's wrought in shame, secrecy, control. She could have also been protecting you too by not having you worry for her. She's taken on the job to care for you, not the other way around. You're still so young and are learning, growing and reacting to a life that occurred in one of the worst ways. I'm going to say no butt faces here because of that, but please seek therapy for your well-being and process everything that you've been put through and are reacting to now. So OP does update the post and they said, if you haven't read my earlier post, here you go and then shares it. It says, hi guys, thank you so much for all your advice and the you're the arseholes lol. It was very, very helpful in helping me understand some of my more complex emotions. There are some things that happened in the past 24 hours. I came out of my room. I apologized to my sister. She said she isn't mad at me and understands my actions. She explained to me sort of why she hid slash didn't tell me about her conditions and where she's at now. And I feel much more reassured and understanding. I'm going to answer some common questions and concerns you all had here. A few of you suggested she may still be struggling with an eating disorder, which she completely shut down. She told me she is in recovery and that sometimes fails into disordered eating behaviors, 
skipping meals, forgetting to eat when she is stressed. But that is really different from an eating disorder and that she has a therapist to manage everything and that I shouldn't feel like it's my job to worry over her eating habits or her health. Her fainting was not a result of her still having an eating disorder, as some suggested, but due to a heart rate issues that she has as a result of her past eating disorder. And she told me about some of the precautions she takes and everything and reassured me that she's healthy now. And she told me that she didn't tell me earlier because when it was happening, I was a kid, like eight or nine. And because she never wanted me to compare myself to her and copy what she was doing because I look up to her so much. So you all were right. There was some crying, a lot of hugging. And then we went out to my favorite restaurant for dinner. If you are in NYC and find yourself in the Upper East Side, go to NR and get the Yuzu Truffle Ramen. 10,000 out of 10 <laughs> and watched the movie and it ended up being a pretty happy if emotional night. And whilst no one's owed another person's medical information, I'm glad that they did talk things out in the end. It sounds like it put younger sister at ease, you know, with what they've gone through in their past with losing their parents. OP was probably really scared about what might happen to their sister. Like I said, they're not owed the medical information, but I was really glad that they was able to talk it out. Sister was probably able to educate younger sister on some things as well. I really like that OP sister explained about, you know, how they're talking to their therapist to manage everything and that it's not OP's job to worry over her eating habits or her health. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And our next story comes from the I Do Work Here Lady subreddit. We haven't been here in a long time, so I'm excited. We've got a story with an update as well from Sayujin55. Apologies if I got the name wrong, saying, I'm more qualified for your job than you are. Apologies as I'm on mobile. I'm not sure if this is the right sub for it, but this is fresh off the press. Happened an hour ago. I'm head of sales and marketing for a major property developer with 10 years of experience in the industry. Several of those spent at a large competitor's company. Let's call them money homes. They are considered the epitome of luxury due to the huge price tag. This will be important later on. My team covers all the capital and a very large portion of the country. Roll on today since we only have recently opened up and are launching new developments for which we don't yet have the staff. Today was the interview day. Normally for those kinds of positions, the person would be interviewed by the sales manager for that particular development, sales coordinator, and sometimes one of the sales directors. Since it's a bit of a track for the sales director to come in for an interview, 
two and a half hour train journey when we're supposed to limit non-essential travel. HR asked me to step in as new employees will be reporting to me anyway. Q8 applicants we have waiting. First few interviews go pleasantly well, but nothing special until we meet interviewee number four. Meet Annabelle. Before she comes into the room, she's sitting in the waiting area with the other applicants and not only I can hear her go on about how she's pretty much has the job in the bag as she's overly qualified and the other guys are wasting their time. First mistake, then I can see she's shuffling through her papers at the admin desk which was left unattended. Second mistake, she still doesn't realize that her office is behind a Venetian mirror. I can see her, she cannot see me. She hears the admin come back in and scurries away back to the seat. It's now her turn for the interview. She comes in, hands me a copy of her CV and sits down opposite myself and the other two members of my team. I look at her CV with a slight half smile, which I think she took as a good sign. So she goes off about talking about her major accomplishments at different employers. She tells us that she's actually more interested in being hired for another position at our company, which she can assure me she's more qualified for than our current employee. She then starts spewing out figures of our marketing campaigns which have not yet been published and advises me on the results we should expect and what our next move in terms of marketing should be. I advise her that the only positions currently open are for sales staff, but asked her which one she's specifically interested in. She mentions, wait for it, sales and marketing director. My job. My coworkers both look at me in waiting, so I decide to play along. I've asked her what makes her more qualified than our current director. She comes back to the marketing figures point and asks me outright, how many applicants are able to predict to a certainty what results you'll achieve? And then leads into a major point on her CV. Money homes. So I started asking her a little more about her position there. What was her area of responsibility? How long she has worked there, etc. She starts off telling this long rehearsed story about how she started there as a negotiator a few years back and worked her way up to associate director. Fancy name for manager responsible for more than one project, and how she eventually became sales and marketing director, but is looking to leave, so discretion is of the utmost importance. At that point, I couldn't hold it in anymore. I really wanted to let her carry on, but I just burst out laughing and asked her to leave. She just gets very confused and starts asking what she said that has offended me. With the biggest grin on my face, I then said, It's one thing hearing you talk down to other applicants when you're supposedly looking for upper management position. Watch you steal confidential information from my admin's desk while pulling the two pages out of her hand, a marketing report, and telling me and my colleagues that you can do your job better than me by lying to me about your experience. She gets offended and starts going off at me that I know nothing about her and she did not lie about her experience and how would I have known that anyway? Annabelle, the reason I know you're lying is because I was the sales and marketing director at Money Homes during the years you have described and not only do I know you were not in a managerial position, I know that you were not even part of the department, even if you did work there, as the department was made of 42 employees, of all which I knew by name. I recommend that if you do indeed work there, you contact your director, as I will be filing a grievance against you for stealing confidential documents from their main competitor. Her face went pale as a sheet of cheap toilet paper. Must be two-ply. She turned on her heel, rips her CV out of my colleague's hands and runs out the door. Like, does she really think we did not keep her details on email when she sent the doc through? Can't wait to see if I'll be hearing from her or Money Homes anytime soon. Edit, had to take out a couple of the details in terms of employment as one of the colleagues has seen the post and asked me about it. Actual story not changed. Also, Annabelle isn't her real name. Speaking of cocky interviews, before we go to the updates here, 
it just reminded me of I once I applied to at a company that made heart stents and it was working in the manufacturing part of it. And I went to this interview and a bit of research about heart, how heart stents work and how they're manufactured and all this sort of stuff. So I can give a bit of information back to them and what I know about it, what I know about their company, etc. I thought I'd done all right in the interview. I didn't get it. But I can re- I always remember this one guy. There was like me. There's probably about two people sat next to me on chairs and the, the door was sort of like in front of me and slightly to the left. And I remember this guy coming out. Cocky as you like. I've never said anything like it before. Maybe you have, but this guy still shocked me. It wasn't much, but he walked out and he did like um like a fake basketball throw and just went, nailed it, and then strolled off. <laughs> I just thought to myself, oh, you sassy bastard. <laughs> I always do wonder if that guy got it. Fair play if he did. But 20 days later, OP updates their post and it says, it's been a few weeks since my original post and some of you asked for an update. So here we are. For those of you that have not read the original story, have a look on my profile first. So Annabelle, as you can imagine, I was not best pleased with her in her interview. I didn't do anything about it for a week. And to be fair, wasn't actually going to raise a grievance after all. But so it happened that Money Homes and my company have decided on a joint venture for a future regeneration project. So I was going into a meeting with them a week ago on Wednesday. The area sales and marketing manager for Money Homes arrived about 15 minutes before the rest of our meeting. And since we've known each other for a while, I retold him the story while catching up. He knew exactly who I was talking about, even before I mentioned Annabelle's name. And lo and behold, she does not work for Money Homes and was never even employed by them. Turns out she is a subcontractor who works for a small independent estate agency to whom Money Homes had been paying a set fee for a company and weekend viewings local to them. I would explain why she knew a fair bit about their processes as she reports client information back to them. I wouldn't have known I was also employed there at some stage. This also means that the incident with the marketing reports doesn't really mean shit as they're not a competitor and it's not the kind of info other companies would be willing to pay for. Useful but not priceless, so there's no grievance to be raised. So even though I cannot be nearly as petty as I was hoping to be, considering how small our working world is, the story has spread. I can't see her getting employed by any of the larger house builders in the nearest future. The funniest thing about this is, my colleagues have come across this story on Reddit after I've removed certain personal details. They've been sending it to me with hopes of working out who Annabelle and Money Homes are. Like I said, it's a small world. I've been acting shocked and giggling under my breath every time I hear it. So three years later, OP comes in with another update and says, I'm not sure if anyone remember this saga, but it's been a couple of years. My original post is here. And this is the update. I've recently been having issues at my workplace and I've decided to move on. I started at my new job just over two weeks ago. It's the same position just for a different company. Imagine my surprise when I realized that Annabelle is an existing employee at the new place and part of the team who will be reporting to me. In my first week on the job, Annabelle came into my office, having clearly remembered me and the embarrassing occurrence that was her interview a few years ago. We've had a very good chat. She apologized profusely and admitted that she thought everyone lies on their CV and she was just so desperate to leave the job she was employed at the time, she wanted to make herself stand out. She's actually a very sweet girl and an integral cog in a very well-oiled machine that is the new company I've started at. I've explained to her that while it is true, most people do lie or exaggerate on their CVs, they tend to lie about much smaller things like GCSE results and not about running a competitor's sales and marketing department. I've told her there's no bad blood between us and as long as she's doing her job and doing it well, I will endeavor to support her as much as I possibly can. 
I made her promise that if she ever considers leaving, to come to me first and we will work on her CV and covering letter together. I know it's not the petty update anyone was expecting or hoping for, but life has a funny way of teaching us a lesson when we need it most, and I think both Annabelle and I have learned ours this time. Interesting that they got to the same company in the end, and Annabelle seems to have changed her tune and, and learned a lesson, it seems. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Uh, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for, for being a part of it all. And as always, don't forget at the very end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there that you can click on and it will automatically scroll through all the videos for you. So whatever you're up to, bit of crochet, bit of walking. Lots of people sending me pet tags recently. Absolutely love to see that as well. Also had an awesome one the other day. Someone share, showed me their big rig, what they're traveling up and down the US in. I thought that was incredible. <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing with me. And just, as I said, being a part of the channel, being a part of Twitter and everywhere, I, I can never thank you enough for what you do. So much love to you. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started